When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome back to another edition of Sick Man Bows right here on a litany of networks. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. We're on YouTube if you're watching us via video. Of course, we are hosted by hackerhumming.podbean.com and ratsaladreview.com. But basically, guys, if you could just search Suck My Balls, if you're listening to us on Hummy Media, huge favor. Just subscribe to us on Suck My Balls, you know, so that way our podcast automatically downloads, helps us. You're already going to listen, so I'd appreciate if you subscribe to us there, too. Who knows? You know, with Hami Media constantly evolving, me being a member there, you know, we're getting more professionals, you know. There may come a point in time where, uh, you know, I might have to take my show off because there's just too many shows, and that's just how business is. But who knows? I don't know. So just please, for the love of all, it is yet back. If you do listen to the show... Please subscribe to our personal feed on iTunes, on Spotify, like and share us there, and we subscribe, and we appreciate it. If you also are watching us on YouTube, I'm kind of stalling a little bit because as you can see on video, um, I'm the only one here. No scoop. I don't. I am scoopless this week. I have no scoops. It's just me, the sunshine kid, by myself this week, reviewing an episode of South Park for your listening pleasure. Hopefully that lawnmower sound outside right now of the guy who decided to lawnmower right as I started to record this podcast is not affecting the audio here. And if it is, hopefully I edited it out. Regardless, as I mentioned, Scoop's not here. Why? Well, Scoop had a heck of a weekend, I'll tell you, or he must have. I only have a little bit of detail. I messaged Scoop to record like we normally do every week, and this was about Friday, which is our general day. Unfortunately, Scoop had some uh, family pr- things to come up, some work stuff, had to go take care of it. That's fine. You know, Scoop and me have great communication. As long as we tell each other what the hell's going on, like, hey, I can't record this time. Let's reschedule. It's all good, you know. That's all. That's how a good relationship 
is formed, what the basis, the structure is communication and trust when you have with your friends or family and loved ones. So we rescheduled. That day comes around. It's now, I believe it was, we had rescheduled for noon on Sunday. And noon comes around and I didn't get any messages and I'm sitting on my computer waiting. Half hour goes by. I'm still sitting waiting. Sometimes Scoop has tech issues. Sometimes I have tech issues. I get it. I can do other things on a computer. 30 minutes goes. Another 30 minutes goes by. It's 1 o'clock. I'm like, where the heck is Scoop? He's not responding to my messages. So I'm a little perturbed because I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm sitting at my computer for an hour. So I went and played Assassin's Creed for a couple hours. Four or five o'clock rolls around. I text message. Still nothing. Okay. So uh, wake up the next morning and I hit him with another text message. And I was like, yo, bro. Like you got to at least can be communicated with me, man. This is kind of not cool. And I didn't hear anything else back from him. And I, the last thing I said to him via text message, all right, man, well, I'm going to go ahead and record a solo podcast. We'll talk Friday or when the next time we can record. Still no response. So now I'm getting a little worried because I've sent five, six messages to Scoop. It's been 24 or 48 hours since I've heard from him. Like I said, usually at least Scoop messages me back. We're boys. He's my best friend. So I'm like, what the heck? Anyway, Scoop sends me a message via Skype. Apparently this was 733 in the morning. I don't have my Skype open on my phone, but he sent me a message that said, hey, man, I don't know if you're getting all my messages, but uh, unfortunately my phone broke, my car broke down, and I was stranded at a hotel. So that was Scoop Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, and that is why he is not here right now recording, as I'm sure that must have been stressful, as well as it's a Monday, so you got to think with them, you know, getting back into businesses starting to be open again. You probably had to go get a new phone and all that jazz. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and move forward. I'm going to record this podcast by myself. So now that I've given you my opening monologue and diatribe, welcome to Suck My Balls, a South Park Review, Season 2, Episode 12, Clubhouses. My name is Matthew Schaffer. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. You can check out, of course, Hami Media sponsors, thebrosters.com for Russo Bro Coffee. It's really good coffee. I highly would recommend it. I'm not just saying that. It's only 15 bucks. Got it delivered. Um, it's mom and pop store, so you're helping out local business, and uh, it's really good cop, I'm telling you. Clubhouses, though, as we get into this episode, is the 12th episode of the second season of the American animated television series South Park. The 25th episode overall, and our 26th episode, I guess. I, I, still, I can say our. Scoop's not here, so it's still our 26th episode. It originally aired on Comedy Central in the United States on September 23rd, 1998. Now, this episode actually was not just written by Trey Parker, and uh, it didn't even include Matt Stone's writing. It was actually written by Trey Parker with Nancy Pimentel. hope I pronounced her name correctly. Directed by Parker in the episode, The Voice set out to build clubhouses so they can play truth or dare with girls while Randy and Sharon Marsh's marriage begin to fall apart. So this episode opens with Stan, Kyle, and Cartman. They're playing American Bosnians, right? Or your you know catch-all version of cowboys and Indians. You know, one guy's the group of people, good guys. Group of people are the bad guys. In this case, it's just Stan, Kyle, and Kenny as the Americans versus Cartman, the Bosnians. So Cartman is ends up being surrounded. You know, they're shooting at him. And Cartman's like, it's going to take more than your weak... It's going to take more than your weak imagine weapons to destroy me. 
I have castle armor. <laughs> Will take more than your weak American weapons to destroy me. Cartman, we shot your Bosnian fat ass. Yeah, you're dead. I have class four armor on that, uh, it, it's- No, you don't. Special armor that's impenetrable to American bullets. Dude, every time we play Americans versus Bosnians, you cheat. Yeah, Carmen, you suck. If you want to play Americans versus Bosnians anymore, you can just play with yourself. That's fine. I like playing with myself. I play with myself all day long. <laughs> what? I just realized as I'm recording this episode, I'm going to be laughing literally at the moment to myself, which is going to be a little weird. Hopefully you're listening. You've watched this episode or you've watched the episode in the past, and I'm bringing you some laughter yourself and you're laughing with me i'm not laughing by myself here or you're laughing at me i mean either way i just laugh you know it's healthy it's healthy right unfortunately stan kyle and can get uh frustrated with cartman because he's not playing by the rules and they're like we're out of here dude you can play with yourself cartman's like that's fine i like playing with myself and then you just hear kenny in the background laughing <laughs> cartman's like what what like what why are you laughing you know what i mean what's that funny it's pretty I'd say a little nostalgic for anyone who grew up. I think we all played the Cowboys and Indians game or the Cops and Robbers or whatever literary title you want to put on it. You just, you know, it's a game of, uh, you know, tag essentially, but you get to pretend you're shooting the bad guy or shooting the good guy, depending on how you look at it. So that really does bring back some childhood memories, being on the playground, playing with friends. I, 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 I remember running around as a kid. I'm sure we all remember running around as children. Hopefully you ran around, had a good number of friends that you got to play with. Hopefully you weren't uh, isolated. And if you were, I'm sorry that you did not get to experience at a young age. Hopefully as you've gotten older, whether it be through social outings and people, you've been able to curb that feeling of wanting to be accepted on a team, play with your friends. But at the time, I would say as a kid, it was it was a... It was a simpler time, and that was definitely a representation here. Just simple time, kids on the playground, having fun. After that episode, after that opens up, we get the girls, or after the, the you know, the Stan and Kyle are like, we're, we're out of here, we're not going to do this, as Kenny's hiding in the bushes. Bebe and Wendy approach Stan and Kyle, and Wendy tells Stan that he should build a clubhouse so they could play truth or dare to hook up with Kyle and baby. No, they, they didn't actually specifically say that. They just said, you should build a clubhouse so we can play truth or dare. So that kind of insinuates, you know, there's some shenanigans about to unravel. Stan's like, okay. So he goes home and asks his dad, dad, can you help me build a clubhouse? And Stan's like, why do you want to build a clubhouse? And he's like, well, cause I want to play truth or dare with uh, Wendy. And, you know, Randy laughs. <laughs> That's how I met your mother, actually. I built their clubhouse. He reveals that he built a clubhouse as a, you know, young man, had Sharon over at one point in time, and their relationship developed from there. Hey, Dad, we need to build a clubhouse. Okay. How do we do it? You just get a hammer and some wood. What, does some girls want to play truth or dare or something? Yeah, dude, how'd you know? How do you think I met your mother? Well, that's a loud leaf blower, isn't it? Hopefully you're not hearing that. If you are, well, I'm sorry. So after that, he agrees that he would help him. Uh, you know, Stan, after enlisting him, Sharon makes Stan stop watching Terrence and Philip. So he's watching, he's like, don't watch Terrence and Philip, turn that off. So she flips the channel over to a show called The Fat Abbott Show. 
And maybe because it's a representation of American culture instead of Canadian culture, instead of fart jokes, it gets very vulgar. Uh, Fat Abbott is <laughs> probably my favorite show that South Park shows. Like I would love to just watch Fat Abbott because it, it just looks like a real down, wholesome, gritty, in-your-face show. Because he's got lines like, hey, like it's supposed to be a parody – of Fat Albert, so forgive me for my poor impersonation here. Hey, 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 what's going on, Rudy? And Rudy's like, man, Fat Albert, you need to lose some weight. And then Fat, and then Fat Abbott says, I lose some weight when I like it, bitch. Shut your bitch-ass mouth. Bitch, I kick your ass. <laughs> you think you stick-ass, you punk-ass, blasphemous, dope fiend, bitch? I had my Jimmy Wax seven times last week. I bust a cap in your ass. Well, he said some other words. I just... I can't repeat the end word. And Kyle says, wow, cartoons are getting really dirty. <laughs> so it's like worse than Stan and what they're watching. I'm sorry. It's, it's worse than Terrence and Philip. and Stan's mom doesn't even realize it. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, Rudy? Man, fat Abbott, you need to lose weight. I lose weight when I feel like it, bitch. Shut your bitch-ass mouth, ho. Bitch, I'll kick your ass. Whoa, dude, sweet. You think you slick, you punk-ass, blasphemous, dope fiend, bitch? I had my Jimmy Wax seven times last week. I bust a cop in your ass Wow, cartoons are getting really dirty. Sharon, in the next scene, calls her husband in. She's like, Randy, come in here and help me find my wedding ring. And she's like, did you find it? And he's like, give me a second, would you? I guess she dropped it down in the sink. And Sharon's like, don't snap at me. And he's like, I didn't snap at you. And she's like, you snapped at me. And he's like, w whatever. <laughs> and she's like, whatever. In 15 years since you, you never said whatever to me. And Randy's like, I don't want to that. I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm sorry, too. And Randy's like, I think I found it. And then he pulls out, like, uh... I don't know what he pulled out. And, sh and Sharon's like, that's not it, you idiot. And then Randy says, hey, back off, bitch. <laughs> and Sharon says, you just said the C word. And Randy goes, did I? That's not it, you idiot. Hey, back off, bitch. <gasps> you just said the C word. Did I? So I'm going to reveal one of the underlying tones here. You know, I've got a lot of underlying tones here. I didn't put mine on my top likes because normally me and Ian write them down. But I'll be going through this episode with you. So it's just a lot easier to just tell you my top likes as I move along. This is one of them that I did like. And it kind of doesn't make sense now as a joke. But it did when the episode originally aired and before it was uncensored. In the original episode, it called for Randy actually saying... And if you don't like this word, I apologize, but for the context of the show, I'm going to say it, cunt. However, Comedy Central didn't like that word. So they actually bleeped it out. Or they told Matt Stone and, you know, them two and Trey Parker to go rewrite it. So they changed it to bitch. It was still bleeped out on television. So if you watch this episode on Comedy Central, this joke hits. Because Randy says, hey, back off you. And he goes, boop. And then she goes, you just said the C word. And then Randy says, did I? So that's how the joke is supposed to be represent, represent, represented on television. After that, 
we go back to a clubhouse with Stan and Kyle. They're, you know, they're like, this is a sweet spot for a clubhouse. And Kyle's like, yeah, Stan, what did your dad mean when he said we're going to play truth or dare? And Stan's like, oh, just that maybe we'll, when we're finished, Wendy and uh, Bebe can come over and play. And Kyle's like, dude, what kind of sick joke is that? Girls suck ass. So at this point, third grade, eight years old, Kyle has not matured enough to where he's in love or interested in a female. He will eventually later with the homeschool girl. We'll get to that episode. But right now, he's not interested in girls. He thinks they're icky. He thinks they're disgusting. You know? And Stans ends up saying, well, of course they do, but wouldn't it be sweet to play truth or dare with them? Of course, Stan's thinking about, yo, I'm trying to get a kiss here. Even considering... He still has not been able to contain his gag reflexes around Wendy whenever there's been opportunities to lay one on her. Kyle asks why. Stan's like, well, because, dude, we can make them do really gross stuff like eat bugs, right, to get him on board. Kyle's like, hey, yeah, that'd be sweet. We could totally ruin their lives. Cartman ends up showing up with Kenny, and they're like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're building a clubhouse. And Kyle's like, or no, Stan says, we're building a clubhouse. And Cartman first says, a clubhouse? That's the lamest thing I've ever heard. Kyle says, it's not lame, it's sweet. After we build a clubhouse, we're going to get girls to play truth or dare. And Cartman's like, why? And then Kyle says, because, dumbass, we can dare them to do gross stuff and make them cry. What, were you born yesterday? But there is a good spot in here. Because Kyle, when he asks him, we're going to get the girls to play truth or dare. And then Cartman really thinks it over for a second. He's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, what? what? <laughs> That's the lamest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's not lame, it's sweet. After we build this clubhouse, we're going to get girls to play tooth or dare. Why? Like, why? What would be the reasoning for that? He's genuinely shocked that he doesn't understand why. And once he gets the idea of what's going to go down, Cartman gets on board fully. So Cartman says, That's fine. As Kyle says, because dumbass, we can dare them to do gross stuff and make them cry. What were you born yesterday? And then Stan says, yeah, now beat it, you guys. This clubhouse is private. That's kind of messed up there. It's kind of ditch their friends. As Cartman says, that's fine. We'll build our own clubhouse. And then they all go through the uh, really good fun segment here that's been originated. Or not originated, but definitely came before a family guy. And you can check out that debate, I guess, eventually when it comes out. As I debated Rick Vickery. Thanks, Stan. We'll build our own clubhouse. Fine. Fine. And then we'll get girls to play truth or dare, too. Fine. 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 That's fine. 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 But Kyle and Stan and eventually Kenny and Carmen, they all say, fine. That's fine. 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 And we'll get girls to play truth or dare. I have to. Fine. 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 Kenny. Fine. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll continue to say fine. It's good stuff. So then we quickly switch over now to Cartman. <laughs> He's building his own clubhouse. Cartman and Kenny are looking over the clubhouse kit that Cartman has apparently ordered. Now it's called the Ewok Village 7000 or 2000 Deluxe Clubhouse Kit with an elevator. It has a two-story design. Cartman is wearing a yellow hard hat and Kenny is trying to get a better look at it. Cartman and Kenny go back and forth. Cartman's like, no, you can't look at it. I'm the foreman because you can't because your family's poor. You have to be the worker. Cartman's like, no, Kenny, and as he's continuing to try and look. We're going to get into exactly what Kenny said here in a little bit in the What Did Kenny Say segment. 
But Leanne comes out and says, how's the treehouse coming along, hun? And Cartman says, mom, it's not a treehouse. It's a clubhouse. Leanne says, sorry, hun. Cartman says, mom, can we pull up the carpeting in the living room? <laughs> Leanne's like, well, I don't know, Eric. If, if you did that, then the floors would be bare. Cartman then, uh, you know, starts to do his little whine. But man, you be princess when you come in the carpet. And Leanne's like, all right. And Kenny's like, my mom says you can go get the carpet out of the living room now, Kenny, and stop your bitching. And I'll repeat what Kenny says here in another scene itself. But Sharon says, you know, what are you doing, sweetheart, to stand now back inside the house? And this part is great. And I'm going to cut to this. But Stan says, I'm getting a cookie. We're building a clubhouse. And then we're, and then he gets cut off by his mom. And she says, what are you doing, sweetheart? Getting a cookie. We're building a clubhouse. And then we're, you men are all alike. First you get a cookie. And then you criticize the way I dress. And then it's the way I cook. I suppose next you'll be telling me that you need your space. And that I'm sabotaging your creativity. Go ahead, Stanley. Get your goddamn cookie. Okay. Stan's like, K. <laughs> oh, it was a great, great moment there for Miss for Sharon for Miss Sharon Mrs. Marsh. Now we go back to the classroom with Mr. Twig, and as I was watching this episode, I was like, I I kind of like Mr. Hat better, and I think I was like I was thinking I was playing out that, that scene in my head where they're like, Hey, where's we want Mr. Hat back? And I actually had forgotten it was. In this exact episode, because Mr. Garrison says, and so, children, today we're going to focus on American history. Right, Mr. Twig? And then Mr. Twig goes, oh, that's right, Mr. Garrison. American history is important. And then Kyle goes, oh, when is Mr. Hack coming back? Mr. Garrison goes, says, what did you say? Kyle's like, when is Mr. Hat coming back? I told you never to mention that name in my classroom again. Mr. Hat is a two-time and whore. And now we all learn from Mr. Twig. And Stan's like, but Mr. Twig sucks. And the class is like, yeah. Mr. Garris is like, that is enough. Mr. Hat is gone, and he isn't coming back. I don't want to ever hear about it again. Anyway, children, let's turn our attention to our history books. Page 105, which will be right after 104. They're all jaw-jacking each other now, that being Cartman, Stan, and Kyle, and Kenny, about each other's clubhouses. And then Wendy asks him if the clubhouse is ready. Stan says, like, almost. And Mr. Garrison says, Stan, are you paying attention? Stan's like, yes, Mr. Garrison. Mr. Garrison's like, well, then, Stanley, what did I just say? And he goes, um, you said that even though uh, Sharar appeared 12 times in the Love Boat episode with Captain and Tennille got higher ratings. And Mr. Garrison goes, well, okay, well, I suppose you were paying attention. So he continues to write on the board. Now, Bebe tries to pass a note to Stan. <laughs> I'm going to cut to this. So Bebe passes the notes around. He gets to Stan. Mr. Garrison's like, Stanley, are you passing notes to Kyle? And Stan's like, no, I just, and Mr. Garrison's like, no. Don't you lie, Stanley. Lying makes you sterile. <laughs> and Stan says, I'm not lying. Someone just handed me the – and Mr. Garrison says, Stanley, you've, if you think it's so important to keep interrupting my class, then why don't you come up to the front and read your note to, uh, to, uh, read your note to Kyle for everyone to hear? And Stan's like, but I didn't write the note. And then Cartman chimes in and he says, Mr. Garrison, Stan's behavior is having a very effect on my education. <laughs> And Stan's like, shut up, Cartman. And then Mr. Garrison says, okay, Mr. Marsh, Stanley Marsh, get your butt up here right now and read your note. And he goes, oh, man. So he comes up and he says, Dear Kyle, you have got such a great ass. I could sleep for days on those perk cheeks, let me tell you. I'd like to live with you and wear your ass as a hat for all eternity. Whoa, dude. 
Because <laughs> they come back to the class and the class is in shock. <laughs> and Stan's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I just read? And so he gets sent to Mr. Maggie's office, and Mr. Maggie's like, oh, "No, young man, uh, school is uh, not the time for uh, learning." Okay, uh, this is great. I wish Scoop was here because this is such a great line. I wanted to talk to him about for immature skylarkings. <laughs> and Stan's like, "What skylarkings?" And Mr. Maggie's like, "You know, like Tom Fooleries." And uh, Stan says, "Who?" And then all of a sudden, someone knocks on Mr. Mackey's door. School is a time for learning, okay? Not for immature skylarkings. What skylarkings? You know, like tomfooleries. Who? Oh, your parents are here. Oh, no. Thank you for coming on such short notice. I was just disciplining your son for his skylarkings. Stanley, I... Skylarkings? Okay. <laughs> and even Randy has a moment. He goes, Stanley, I... Skylarkings? <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> oh, Scoop, if you're watching this back or you're listening to that, Skylarkings. Sky, sky, I couldn't even look that up. I don't want to look it up. It's just such a great word. Skylarkings. Maybe that means like you've got your head in the clouds or something, right? Because your head's in the sky and you're, it's larking around, looking around, skylarking. So... Randy says, Stanley, I want you to explain to me why you're passing notes in school. Sharon says, Randy, let me handle this. Now, Stanley, I want you to explain to me why you are passing notes in school. And Stan says, it wasn't my note, dude. It was some girls. Mr. Mackey says, okay, Stanley, we're all here to get to the root of your behavior disorder. And Sharon says, you really should know better, Stanley. Randy chimes and says, you, you should need to shape up, mister. And then all of a sudden, Sharon and randy start arguing so they're going back and forth and this ends up just turning into a counseling session between the two i'm not gonna go through line by line <laughs> but randy's like when was the last time you had something interesting to say it's always gossip and stupid crap <laughs> and mr mackey says uh, uh uh yeah apparently we have a little bit of a communication problem here uh miss marsh uh, uh tell me how you're feeling <laughs> and uh, uh mr mackey says uh well everything i do is wrong or sorry, Randy says, everything I do is wrong, and it doesn't matter what I say. And Mr. Mackey says, okay, well, that's valid. Uh, now, Mrs. Marsh. And Stan goes, excuse me. And Mr. Mackey says, how do you feel? And Sharon says, like, like I'm a ghost. Like he sees right through me. And Randy's like, oh, please. She's like, oh, please yourself. And so this continues back and forth, guys. There's a lot of this going back and forth. So now we cut over to the clubhouse with Kenny and Cartman. And Cartman's like, look at it, Kenny. It's the greatest clubhouse ever built. Cartman's like, oh, man. Now all we have to do is get some chicks. And Kenny's like, yeah. And Cartman's like, all right, well, you go find chicks. And then he asks why. And Cartman's like, well, because I have to stay here. I stay here, right? I have to shingle the roof, set the foundation, run all kinds of inspections. I got way too much to do. And all you have to do is go find some chicks. And stop your bitching. <laughs> so Kenny goes walks off. Cartman's like, mom, can I watch man? <laughs> so he had no intention of doing any of that bullshit. So now we go over to the clubhouses again with the with Stan and Kyle. They're still building their clubhouses. Wendy and you know Baby come in. They check on them, ask how the clubhouse is going. They say it's going great. Baby asks Kenny. I'm sorry. Baby asks Kyle very like oddly, but you know, very creepily. Can you turn around for me? <laughs> so Kyle turns around, and then she's like, 
thank you. As she stares at his ass, so a little, a little weird. She wanted to see that booty. They continue to hammer, and they're like, come on, dude, we have to hammer faster. And Kyle's like, hey, Stan, do you know how to play tooth or dare? And Stan's like, no. And Kyle's like, well, dude, how the hell are we supposed to play it then? Stan's like, I don't need, I didn't even think about that. And they're like, this would go a lot faster if we actually had nails. And Stan's like, yeah, well, my dad won't let me use any. So they cut over to Chef, and they're asking him, truth or dare. And Chef's actually actually explaining to them, you know, who else are you going to go ask but the man himself how to play truth or dare? And Chef says, and then they'll ask, truth or dare? And Stan's like, and I say dare? And Chef's like, no, don't say it. You say truth. And Stan's like, truth? But that's boring. I want to dare. I want to kiss her. And Chef's like, well, you have to say truth first. You can't seem eager. And Stan's like, oh. And Chef says, so you can't see me here. You got to play it cool. Like you don't even care what happens. Then after a few truths, you finally answer like, dare. And Stan's like, dare. And Chef's like, no, no, no. Not like that, son. Like this. Dare. <laughs> and Stan's like, oh. And then her little friend will dare you to kiss Wendy. And Stan says, do you really think that's going to happen? And Chef says, of course she will. They're women. They had this whole thing planned out for months ahead of time. Stan's like, wow. I wouldn't put it past girls at that age or even now, to, you know, what guys they like. I think we all do as humans as we get older, you plan out things you like with people. But maybe even more so as a kid, you definitely plan things with little girlfriends or boyfriends or your friends, guy friends, girlfriends, however you want to associate as. And you would plan these little uh, fun games to like maybe, you know, pass notes, check a box. He likes you. Okay, you want to spin the bottle, play to the dare, let's kiss each other. Any excuse you can lay on a peck, right? So we come back over to Stan's house. <laughs> or no, Cartman's house, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's watching Fat Abbott now, too. Fat Abbott's like, hey, 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 what's going down, yo? And Rudy's like, man, Fat Abbott, what are you doing on this side of the hood? And Fat Abbott's like, you know something, Rudy? You're like school in summertime. And Rudy's like, school in summertime? And he's like, yeah, bitch, school in summertime. Open up your fucking ears, yo. I'll pop your bitch ass. I'll pop your bitch ass, too. <laughs> Even Garvin has to, like, ask himself. He goes, what the hell is going on in this cartoon? <laughs> oh, Kenny finally shows up and... Cartman's like, oh, hey, Kenny, did you find any chicks? And then all of a sudden you hear like the da-da-da-da-da-da-da music reveal, and there's two chicks, and Cartman's like, holy crap. Cartman's like, behold, the Ewok Village, 2000, the blonde girl chick. She's like, you know, 15, 16, says, oh, I guess that'll, you know, do it beats living at home. And Cartman says, can't I feel a cool beverage and a tasty snack? <laughs> so all of a sudden, Cartman calls Stan, and he's like, Stan's like, hello? And Cartman's like, How's it come out, Kevin Stan? And Stan's like, we're working on it, as he's sitting in the living room. And Carmen's like, well, I just had to tell you that me and Kenny have finished our cub house, and we have chicks over. And Stan's like, no, you don't. And all of a sudden, you hear giggling in the background. And Stan's like, dude. And Carmen's like, it's only a matter of time for a to shoot there with him. Good luck with your piece of crap cub house, stupid asshole. And you know what? Carmen has every right. To call Stan a stupid asshole in this instance because Stan and Kyle ditched them. And what did Cartman do? Not only did he build a freaking village, he, he uh, procured someone, mentally manipulated Kenny to go get chicks because Kenny is always down to get chicks. He finds some chicks and brings them back to the clubhouse. <laughs> and uh, Stan's like muttering to himself, oh, that hunk fack of... And then mom says, mom, will you please tell dad to come help me build my clubhouse? And Sharon says, Stanley, I think you should know 
that your father has moved out. So all of a sudden, we just find out in this instance that they got divorced. Nothing leading up besides that one little argument at Mr. Mackey's office, okay? And oh, they just got divorced. And Stance is divorced. Or no, does that mean you and dad don't love me anymore? Does this mean it's all my fault? And Sharon's like, yeah, kind of. And Stan's like, dude, you're not supposed to say that. And then Sharon says, but I would like you to meet your new stepfather, Roy. And this guy comes in. He's like, Roy, hello, son. <laughs> and Stan's like, what? And Sharon says, I'll leave you two alone to get acquainted. And Roy makes a pretty impassionate speech. I like this initial speech. He says along the lines, you know, I know this has got to be a difficult period for you. This adjustment is going to take some time. But I'd like to be your friend. And when you're ready, you can come talk to me about, you know, anything you need advice, someone want to play catch with, you can count on me. Very, you know, nice thing to say. Stan says just a very uh, normal thing at his age, a boy would say or a child would say, this is happening way too fast. It really was. And Roy says, oh, Jesus, when are you going to cut me some slack, huh? I've taken you under my wing and done my best, and all you've ever done is whine and moan about it. Now, for the last time, go cut some firewood. <laughs> so Roy walks off and just stare, stands, stares off blankly. Uh, it's very odd, very weird uh, conundrum that Stan was in all of a sudden. We're back in the clubhouse. The blonde says, so like, I'm on my way out the door. And she goes, make sure you come home before we midnight. And Cartman's like, this week and, Car and then the blonde's like and i go listen bitch i don't need my mother giving me no curfew and car was like that's killer and the blonde's like and she goes yeah well if you're not home before midnight don't bother coming home at all and car was like that's killer bitch and blonde's, the blonde chick's like so i go i'm not i'll fine i won't come home and car was like sweet and then she goes fine don't come home getting all up my face and crap acting all tough and crap killer week sweet i'm 16 i should be able to do what i want as Cartman's listening intently, then he tries to, like, relate. He's like, I had changing my mom today. I was like, hey, I'm not a little kid, mom. I'm in your zone. If I want a finger paint, I'm going to finger paint. <laughs> they just stare at him weirdly. I thought it was at that point Cartman ruined any chances. They get now that clubhouse is done with Stan and Kyle. Kyle's like, Dude, I don't think this clubhouse is sturdy. And Stan's like, doesn't matter, dude. It only has to last long enough to play a truth or dare. I'm going to go get the girls. And just as he's about to go get the girls, Roy, or no, is it Sharon? Yeah, Sharon shows up. And she says, Stanley, it's time to go. And Stan's like, go where? And Stan's like, your bastard father. Which, to make him a bastard of a father, it would he would have to be not there for both Stan and uh, uh birth which he was so she was just calling him a bastard has visitation rights at this time and this time was with you and stan's like but no i have to go get the girls to come over and sharon's like come on stanley so she takes him by the hand sharon's like come on stanley they stand like weak get into like stan's car dad's car randy's car he's now got a corvette a red corvette stan's like dad randy's like hey stanley hop in Randy's like, listen, Stanley, I, I know all this change must be tough on you, but, you know, your mother and I, I thought it'd be best if we all just split up. And Stan's like, but I don't understand. He's like, all of a sudden they pull up to a red light and Randy starts flirting. He sees these chicks. He's like, well, hello, ladies. And this blonde female passenger says, hi, handsome. We're going to be at Larry's bar later tonight. And Randy's like, I'm already there. And Randy says, oh, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So your mother and I still care about you and your sister, but we just don't like being around each other anymore. 
And Sansa's like, I don't like being around my sister. Does that mean I can leave her too? And Sansa's like, well, no, because you're family. You can't just leave family. You have to stick with family no matter what. And Sansa's like, but you and mom are family. How come you can just split up? And kind of Randy looks kind of stumped. Stan goes, you know what I think? I think when it, you and mom got married, you became family. And now that you are, you shouldn't be able to leave her any more than I can leave my sister. And Randy says, oh, Stan, you're so young. You just don't get it. Randy goes, well, anyway, have a nice day. Stan goes, what's that? That's it? And he goes, yeah, but I loved our time together. I, ha I hate to see it end. Go on, get out. You know that nothing is more important to you, right, Stanley? Nothing, nothing is more important to, to me than you, right, Stanley? And Stan goes, I guess, but, and he just drives off. And Kyle then finally shows up. And curl Stan's like, okay, dude, the girls are going to be here to play Truth or Dare any minute. Stan's like... Or Kyle says, Stan, if I don't, didn't know you better, I'd almost think you're doing this because you want to play with girls. And Stan's like, no way, dude. Girls finally do show up. Stan uh, and Baby and Kyle and Wendy are now all inside the clubhouse. They ask who wants to go first. And Stan tries to explain to Kyle early on, dude, we can't say truth or dare. Or he explains to him that we can't say dare right away because it will seem too eager. Kyle right out the gate just goes, dare and stan's like dude and kyle's like what <laughs> kenny's like wendy and baby are now whispering back and forth and wendy goes kiss baby on the lips and kyle's like what sick dude i'm not kissing a girl and wendy's like what's the matter kyle and kyle's like it's just wrong that's all and stan's like don't be a chicken dude just close your eyes and stan and kyle's like dude what the hell have you gotten me into man and stan's like dude Cartman is in his clubhouse playing truth or dare with girls right now. You really want him to best us or beat us? Kyle thinks it over for a moment, closes his eyes. He kisses baby and then he reacts like, ah, oh, fucking sick name. And he runs out and then baby is like, wow, look at that ass shake. Shake it, baby. <laughs> Wendy says, your turn, baby. And baby goes, okay, Stan, truth or dare. Stan doesn't play it cool. He goes, dare and then all of a sudden roy goes son could you help me with the firewood Sounds <laughs> like dude we cut firewood all day yesterday we have enough to last 12 years and roy says when will you let me in let me love you now now get your ass out here and help me unfortunately does not get to cut firewood now we cut back over to cartman and kenny <laughs> and the blonde says i think you should be able to move out legally when you're 14 and the brunette chick there who's putting out a cigarette says our moms won't even let us smoke the blonde's like, yeah, it's my body. My mom's always giving me shit for smoking, but it's my body. I should be able to do whatever I want with it. And Cartman's like, Terry, uh, my mom gave me shit sometimes, and I just tell her to shut her before I kick her in the neck. <laughs> and then just then, you hear Cartman's mom yell out, Eric, Snookums, it's time for mommy to tuck you into your snuggle bowl for night-night. Eric, are you out there in the clubhouse? It's all quiet. Cartman's all embarrassed, and he's like, Coming, man. And then he says, okay, hurry up. We have to play Truth or Dare quick. All of a sudden, people start showing up. Carmen's like, who the hell are you? And Burnett's like, oh, we invited some people over. Hope you don't mind. And then instead of Cartman saying, you know, sure or what, first thing he asks, how many people? <laughs> Great question to ask. Now we're at the bus stop, okay? Kyle's there by himself. Baby runs up and she says, Kyle, can I talk to you? And Kyle's like, okay. And Baby's like, this is very difficult for me to say, but I think we need to tie him apart. And Kyle's like, huh? 
And she's like, I'm just feeling really trapped. I, I can't go on with this codependency. And Kyle's like, okay, that, 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 that's fine. And baby's like, no, don't speak. Just try and understand. It has to be this way. And Kyle's like, muffled. He's like, but I don't care. <laughs> and baby's like, just please remember the good times we had. I'll never forget you. Never. And then she walks off with Clyde, which is interesting to know. Because later on in the episode, does it sparkle with the girls to find out <laughs> who's uh, ranked as the hottest guy in the boys' classroom with the girls' list? We find out that Clyde was ranked number one because his dad or his mom, whoever it is, parents, owned a shoe store so they can get free shoes. So early uh, indications there of Bebe taking advantage of Clyde or, you know, Clyde's just a good-looking dude. Baby's like, okay, Clyde, we can go. And Clyde's like, bitchin'. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So as he walks off, go back to Stan House, Roy is watching like a home decorating show. And Stan's like, do you mind if I watch cartoons? I've had a rough day. And Roy's like, what? And Stan's like, what? Or he makes a noise. And Roy's, Stan's like, what? And Roy's like, chores, do chores. And Stan's like, my dad lets me watch cartoons. He's like, well, I'm not your dad, okay? I'm not your dad. Do you mind if I watch cartoons? I've had a rough day. <sighs> what? Chores, do chores. My dad lets me watch cartoons. Well, I'm not your dad, okay? I'm not your dad. You, you can't just go around playing games with my emotions. <laughs> Stanley, what did you do to Roy? Roy's a dick. He ruined my chances with Wendy in the clubhouse. He's ruined my chances with Wendy in the clubhouse. And Sharon says, Stanley, you know you're the most important thing to me, right? And Stan says, if that's true, then get back together with Dad for me. And Sharon says, now, Stanley, you have to understand how divorce works. When I say you're the most important thing to me, what I mean by is you're the most important thing after me and my happiness and my new romances. And Stan's like, oh. And Sharon's like, bye now, Roy. So she runs off and Stan's like, divorce is stupid. And now Stan ends up getting an idea from this episode of Fat Abbott. As Fat Abbott goes, we see like a, he pops up on a chick and she explains him. She says, my stepdad popped me in the eye. And the stepdad says, uh, stepdad, you got to off his ass. And uh, Yolanda's like, really? And Fab is like, yeah, bitch, snatch his ass in a bear trap. Leave that motherfucker swinging from a tree so high nobody finds him for days. Glock, glock, you know what I'm saying? Dumbass motherfucker be pulling that shit. Damn. <laughs> That's a hard voice to try and do. And Yolanda's like, you're right, fat habit, thanks. No problem, maybe later you can suck my ditch. My dick, little bitch, ha, bitch, ha, shit. <laughs> And then we got to like a Bill Cosby character. We're fat habit. We're fat habit in the gang studio. I can't do Bill Cosby. Uh, you get you get to put in with fat habit in the gang studio. Little thumbs the day. You have a stupid. And you got a stepdad riding your ass. Just snatch his ass up in a bear trap. Give you no more stepdad. See you next time. Eat the pudding. See you next time. Eat the pudding. <laughs> I can't do it, Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. Stan says, "Yeah, well, I think I'll write a little note for Roy." Now we're back in the party, and I say party because it's a huge party now in Cartman and Kenny's clubhouse. Cartman's like, this is bull crap because he wanted to play Truth or Dare as the blonde chick is like, what? That game that game's for kids. And Randy's all of a sudden shown he's at the party, and he's like, oh, boy, it's getting late. I'm going to have to leave this party. And Cartman's like, this sucks, Kenny. I wish we had never built a clubhouse. And the music begins to build, and some guy yells, Mosh pit, and then Candy st standing alone in the room all of a sudden gets uh, demolished. He gets stomped on by all these crowd as they rushed and stomped all over him. 
And then they disperse, revealing that, uh, you know, those coarse rats feasting on his corpse. And the lyrics appropriately say, uh, I think in the song, it was like, why don't you just pull a piece of me? Why catch some piece of me? Why does everybody want a piece of me? <laughs> That's from the band DVLA, which we'll get more into, I think. It's who it is. It might be who it is. I would think they'd showcase their own music. Cartman actually says one of the only few times, Oh my god, they killed Kenny. We cut to the outside on the street, and Kyle must have heard it like some psych psychic, and he says, You bastard, as he yells in. <laughs> Sharon then in Stan's house now says, Stanley, your father is coming over for visitation. And Roy goes, Sharon, Sharon, have you seen my copy of Hoppers? So what happens is, is <laughs> Sharon comes in and says, your father's coming over for visitation rights, and she finds a letter that says, meet me in the clubhouse. So she goes to the clubhouse. Roy finds that same thing. Meet me in the clubhouse. We cut to the clubhouse, and now Sharon sees Randy. Randy says, oh, I got the note from Stanley to come out to the clubhouse. And Sharon says, oh, I thought that note was for me. Randy says, oh, maybe it was. And Sharon says, well, it looks like our little Stanley has built himself quite a clubhouse here. And Randy says, I remember not too long ago we were just kids playing and kissing games on my clubhouse. And Sharon says, well, good night. And Randy says, Sharon. And Sharon goes, yes. And Randy goes, truth or dare? Sharon goes, it's too late for games. And Randy says, no, I'm serious. Truth or dare? And she says, truth. And he says, do you still love me? And she says, oh, Randy, I do love you. But now I'm so confused. I'm living with Roy. And I don't know how to break it off with him. And uh, Sharon... Ray all of a sudden exits the house and he's looking for Sharon and he goes, uh, Sharon. And then all of a sudden you hear, ah! and he gets caught up in like a bear trap that Stan got the idea. So he's being hung up from a tree. Randy goes, well, you never know. Maybe. And Randy, uh, Randy says, things work out. And she says, maybe, I guess it's my turn. Truth or dare. And Randy, you know, slyly goes, dare. And Sharon goes, do me right here in the clubhouse and he goes Vroom! and he lunges on her you hear roy in the background like hello hello could somebody get me out help me stan's like wow clubhouses are magical now we come back to the clubhouse again here in the last scenes here of the show of this episode and we're playing uh truth or dare again this time it's clyde and stan and wendy and Bebe. and we get to stan saying dare again this time he goes dare and baby goes, take this stick and jam it up your pee hole. <laughs> and Stan's like, what? And Randy's like, wow, that sucks. And baby's like, do you think it'll hurt? And then you hear again, Roy on the outside, like in the credits as the show is like ending. He says, hello, I sure am hungry. It certainly does suck right here. Hello, Sharon, Sharon. Darren, hello. And that's how the episode ends, guys. So that was season two, episode 12, Clubhouses. Let's jump right in. As I know, if you've listened to this show, you are ready, willing, and able to hear what did... I should probably... Uh, let's try that again. Oh, it's time for... What did Kenny say? All right. So... First scene with Kenny back near the tree at the beginning of the episode here. Cartman is sitting on Kenny, who's actually struggling for escape during the Bosnian versus Americans. And you hear just Cartman saying, Cartman has his ways of making you talk. And Kenny says, help. So that was the first segment. Second segment here, which is a good one. 
Cartman says, No, Kenny, you can't look at the plans. I'm the foreman. And Kenny says, Well, why the fuck do I have to do everything while you stand around in the snow looking on? But before he can continue, Cartman says, Because, Kenny, your family's poor. You have to be the worker. So fucked up. Kenny's like, ugh. And Cartman's like, no, Kenny, as he continues to try, you know, what's on the, the plans. And Cartman's like, uh, you know, he, he of course did that skit where he asked his mom about the Cartman, uh, the carpet, if they could pull it up. And then he says, Kenny, my mom says you can go get carpeting in the living room now. And Kenny's like, you suck ass and you suck dick. And you hear Cartman say, and stop it, bitch! Then in the middle of class, there's a scene in there when they're all jawjacking, as I was saying. Cartman says, we'll see about that to Kenny. Don't forget, you need to cut school early and wait for the hat tub gag. And Kenny's like, yes, sir. And Cartman says, oh, man. Kenny says, uh-huh. And then he says, and we built it. We built it with our own hands. Now all we need is chicks, Kenny. Kenny's like, yeah. All right, you go find the chicks, Kenny. And Kenny's like, well, why do I have to be the one to go and find the chicks? Cartman did his thing about building everything and then uh, and says, quit your bitching. <laughs> and then, of course, he dies. So that's what Kenny said. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up here with some of the underlining tones here as we wrap up another great episode of Suck My Balls. Shout out to my boys. Ski. Ski. Who wasn't here today, so I didn't get to do my scoop. I know you're listening or watching, buddy, so I miss you. So here's some underlying tones and facts, guys. This is actually the last episode to have Trey Parker and Matt Stone introduce it at the beginning. If you're wondering what that is, we've not really covered it here on the show. On the DVDs, they do these beginning intro skips. Skits, this was the last one. So they did, you know, a good 22 to 23 of them, I think, is when they started in season one. So we'll go back. At some point here on Suck My Balls, whether it's here, maybe on a Patreon future exclusive down the line where we will review all those intros uh, via the DVD because they're really funny skits for, you know, feeding bacon to people and whatnot, feeding bacon to a pig and all this other stuff. It's it's kind of ridiculous. But that being said, this episode marks the first and only time Cartman actually says, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. One of the people uh, partying at Cartman and Kenny's clubhouse is uh jonesy from skylar's band uh, when skylar reach for the skylar <laughs> lords of the underworlds anyway not counting the unaired pilot this is actually the first episode which includes the sixth graders so that's a neat little fun fact sharon is actually being kind of hypocritical in her meeting with mr H- uh, mackey we didn't go over word for word as i said but Mr. Mackey, she criticizes Randy for interrupting her, but she does it to him like right away as he talks. Like as he's like explaining what's going around, she interrupts him. Um, he asks why Stan is you know passing notes. Then she took over, repeating the exact same thing, uh, saying that Randy always takes over. So she's kind of a hypocrite as she's emulating what Randy does himself. Um, after that, the boys are playing Americans versus Bosnians during recess, as I mentioned. However, historically speaking, the United States actually never battled Bosnia. During the Bosnian War from 1992 to 1995, the United States went against the United Nations arms embargo, secretly smuggling weapons into Bosnia to help the Bosnian War effort. Look that up, people. 
Cartman tries to get away uh, with being unharmed when uh, shot while playing Americans versus Bosnians by telling Stan that he has class four armor. That gameplay terminology is probably kind of reminiscent of like Dungeons and Dragons or you know any role-playing game, if you will. Sharon tells Stan to watch a quality show like Fat Abbott. <laughs> but Fat Abbott is a parody of Fat Hour, which is a cartoon that you know was created from 1972 and it ran until 1985. That's that's a long time, guys. 13 years. That's a lot of cartoons. And it was created by former comedian Bill Cosby. <laughs> Unlike Fat Abbott, though, Fat Albert was presented as wholesome and somewhat educational cartoon. Fat Abbott was not presented or is not presented that way whatsoever. Cartman's design for a treehouse is called the Ewok Village 2000. Of course, this is named after the Ewoks Village from the Star Wars franchise Return of the Jedi. Mr. Garrison is teaching the children the ratings history of the television series The Love Boat, which ran from 1977 to 1986. He mentions that while musician Shero appeared on the series 12 times, the single episode featuring Captain Tennille had higher ratings. In reality, Shero never, never guest starred on The Love Boat. Actually, I'm sorry. No, Shero did guest star on the Love Boat a total of eight times, and Captain and Tennille never appeared together on the show at all. Tony Tennille of Captain and Tennille did, however, appear in two episodes. So that could have been what they were referencing on South Park. So I may be nitpicking there. After Stan is informed by Sharon that she and Randy are divorced, she drags Stan from his clubhouse to the front yard. And as Randy pulls up, he's now driving a 19, like 80s, early 90s Chevy Corvette, which is, you know, at the time it can be still considered today that that American sports car, those type of sports cars are widely kind of known to as like, you know, those midlife crisis type sports cars or changing my life. Last thing here, last little underlining tone, little trivia. One of the teenage girls that Kenny finds uh, for the party, for the clubhouse, is wearing a DVDA shirt. Now, DVDA is the name of the band, which Trey Parker and Matt Stone are actually a part of. It's also slang, sexual term, meaning double vaginal, double anal. <laughs> An act of involving a woman inserting two penises into her vagina and two into her anus at the same time. We don't just DP it. <laughs> DP, we're sorry. <laughs> DVDA, guys. I, I might look up the song here and see if I can end the show with that track. Won't be here on YouTube because I don't want to get flagged, but if you're listening to the podcast which you can check us out on all available platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google Play. We're also on hackerhami.podbean.com and ratsaladreview.com. You might be able to hear that. That's the episode, guys. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I wasn't going to go through all my top likes and dislikes. I really laid them out. Kind of did that throughout the episode. Uh, I did enjoy a lot of Cartman and Kenny's interactions. You know, quit your bitching, stop your bitching. I enjoyed him, him having the ability. They actually built a clubhouse versus... Stan and Kyle's cardboard cutout. So there was some good stuff there. I liked Fat Abbott. That was funny. I liked Bebe daring uh, Stan at the end to put the twig up his penis. I liked Mr. Twig call out Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat's gone. He's dead. He's a two-time whore. <laughs> Mr. Mackey and Skylarking. Okay, Skylarking. Okay, Skylarking. Okay. That's that's a great phrase. I'm, I I really need to start saying Skylarkings more. Some things I didn't like maybe 
wasn't too fond of Roy. I thought it was just kind of a stupid character overall. Didn't really have any purpose. It kind of maybe looked like maybe one of them or maybe one of their friends they know. Or it could have been the guy that broke up, uh, I believe it was Trey's relationship with his wife. So maybe it was like his way of writing there. But I didn't see anything as far as in the underlying tones or like history of the episode from Matt Stone and Trey Parker. If I'm wrong, hit me up, suckmyballs at gmail.com or on Twitter at suckmyballspod. So that was that I, I you know wasn't a big fan of that wasn't a big fan of the divorce angle that being it was just so rushed along. I get it that it was thirty minutes. However, in South Park now modern times, they would have the ability to extend that out. With them moving to HBO, which we'll get into here in just a moment. How mad I am about that. That's how I'm going to end the show. My rant on HBO. If you know they can do multiple episodes of arcs, and they've shown them they can do that. So was not a fan though. Get it at the times. It was funny. Was hilarious. But I just didn't like the divorce storyline. I thought it, it was just kind of a little, little wonky. If you actually removed that from the story, it really would not have played any purpose in the story itself other than Stan going, wow, clubhouses are magical. That was the payoff for that line of them getting it on in the clubhouse, which ultimately Stan didn't get his payoff. So, you know, that's you know unfortunate, unfortunate for him. Not much else I didn't, I, didn't dis- I didn't like in this episode. This was an all-around good Great episode, Clubhouse itself, classic episode. As far as my top, I would say this is in my top 100. It's not in my top 50, but it's a great episode. It's a great, fantastic episode. I'll have Scoop on, of course, hopefully here with me next week. I'll probably get it all sorted out, and he'll tell me what if this last episode was in his top. Of course, as I mentioned, you can check just on all platforms, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you want to be a part of our conversation, like if you, you know, maybe want to review a show with us, maybe you just want to like send us an email. We'll go over your thoughts and, epi- uh, you know, on what you thought the episode did. Maybe you saw some underlining tones we didn't, even if it's an episode that we've already previously reviewed and you're maybe now just catching up. We'd still love to have that conversation as we do love South Park. So hit us up, you know, reach out to us, suck my balls pod at gmail.com and you too can be a part of our take my balls conversation coming up on the next episode guys suck my balls so south park we're still in season two we're almost we're almost done guys there's only a total of uh, i believe it was 24 episodes i want to say in this season so we're, we're going to be getting up to episode 13 which episode 13 Let's take a look here is it's cow days. That's what's coming up next, guys. An interracial couple, interestingly enough, wins a vacation to South Park on a game show. They arrive when the town is celebrating their 45th annual cow days festival. The boys try to win some Terrence and Philip dolls. And for part of their plan, Kyle enters Cartman in a bull riding contest. So that'll be next episode, guys. Hopefully you'll join me. Of course, you can check me out on Twitter, on Instagram, at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Well, Check me. Fuck! Your life is spinning out of control. Seems the whole world is out to get you. Everything is wrong. Nothing seems right. There's a sinking feeling inside it. Even your best friend has turned his back But you can't let it bring you down No, you've got to fight it
Cause you try but you can't let go It's when you're down that you gotta get up Don't let them walk all over your face Stand up for yourself and make everything right again Even if some guy's trying to blackmail you And your girlfriend thinks you suck It's up to you to let them know That it was all just part of some rich guy's evil plan Look out ahead, there's a truck changing lanes You've got some yellow crumbs on your upper lip And those warts on your dick aren't gonna go away Unless you start using topical cream every day Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. 